on Saturday. And today they're driving down to Mexico. Yeah, so <laughs> they're driving down to Mexico. It's a long drive. The road isn't that good. And also they're going to be trying to build five houses in a week. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot of work, there, a lot of things. And um, they believe last time um, Yolanda went because she was praying for them. <laughs> and so Mike was concerned. He says, tell the church to pray because they need prayer covering. So when you pray in the morning, you pray in the evening, or whenever God brings it to your mind, pray for them. And like I say, cover them for a week afterwards. You know, we've had so many came back from New Zealand. And um, just like you come back and you're like, <laughs> and then they get sick. <laughs> you know, so don't keep, their, keep your guard up for them. Pray for them. And then the, the youth going to Moloka'i. Um, I don't know if you know that Moloka'i is, is partially, most of the people are partially subsistence. And the, the government, you know, the county and the state really doesn't have the funds to clean up everywhere. And the people have really appreciated the youth that have gone with my friend Pastor Jonah there because they, they've cleaned up the areas and love the people. And um, so um, it's, they've really made an impact there. So they're going next weekend. Just keep on praying for them. Pray for them as they come back. Okay? So let's make a quick prayer for them now. Father, we just pray for the team driving down to Mexico right now. And we pray for your covering and your protection for them. You know, as they go until they, they come back here. And even after that, we pray for them to, to cover them. Um, keep them safe and keep them strong with all the work they have to do. Um, we ask that you have your angels encamp around them, as your word says, and keep any sickness or any um, um, accidents and so away from the team, that they accomplish all you desire them to accomplish on that place. And we pray in advance for the Moloka'i trip, Lord, that you um, touch everyone. Let, let the, the Mexico team, too. We, I think we always get touched more as, or just as much as we give so that they come back changed and by serving others how your spirit that's when your spirit of love flows and when it flows through them let them change we pray in jesus name amen <clears throat> we had um um eddie we were praying for last week he's in uh, operation and um you know like we said it was like the doctors were saying if you know his heart was so bad he'd He'd pass away if he didn't have anything done. And so, you know, he went on emergency and he went to Oahu because his heart was really doing, not doing well. And um, having the operation, emergency operation, and they said that it, it was really um, um, not that good a chance either. But he did pass away on the operation table on, on Monday at 11. And um, so... We just want to, you know, pray for Pink and the family and, you know, it's, it's a, you know, a really hard time for them. And um, they are, you know, to bring Eddie home and have the service, the uh, family is doing a car wash too next week, Saturday at Goodyear from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. And if you want to support them, <clears throat> please um, go out there. But also we'll be collecting a love offering for Pink and the family today as as our family is going through that. And so, you know, today I'm going to take a break. We're talking about the gifts of the Spirit. I'm going to take a break. And, you know, go, I'm going to um, go through Ecclesiastes 3. So if you have your, your Bibles open to that, if, if it's on your phone, click on it. 
Ecclesiastes 3. And it's titled, A Time for Everything. And um, <clears throat> it starts out, for everything there is a season and a time for everything under, the, under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. Uh, how many of you guys were born? Okay. Um, a few of you weren't born? Okay. Yeah, we're just born. Um, okay. And you know what? Unless we're here when, when the Lord comes, all of us will die. That's the way life is. A time to plant and a time to harvest. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build up. A time to cry and a time to laugh. A time to grieve and a time to dance. You know, this week was, you know, we were so praying for, for Eddie, so much of us that he would make it through. And it was such a time of, of grief and crying. And, but on, on Friday, um, CJ and Carrie Ann got married. You want to raise your hands? <clears throat> and it was a time to rejoice. And all of our lives in this world will have times like that. And CJ and Carrie Ann will have times in their life where there's time to mourn and cry. And Pink, even though it doesn't seem like it now, there'll be times in the future where you can rejoice and laugh. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to turn away. A time to search and a time to quit searching. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be quiet and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. What do people really get from all their work? I've seen the burden God has placed on us all, yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. Um, you know, I, I was, uh, just this week too, I got the news that my, my youngest sister, she was in a, she had, you know, she's been battling with cancer for a couple years now. She was in a trial that looked, you know, that was really helped certain people with cancer, just really awesome. So she was in that trial, and then they did the tests afterwards, and, um, you know, they dropped her from the trial because the cancer instead spread to her bones. And um, so I called my mom because I was, you know, worried about her, you know, how she was feeling. I think maybe the only hardest thing after losing a spouse, I mean, that might be harder is losing a child. And so I called her and, and asked how she was doing. And you know what? She was doing pretty well considering, um, you know, considering what she was going through. And what she told me was, you know, um, I'm 93 years old. I'm going to be 93 years old this year. And she seen, I said, I've seen so much in my life. And um, I've seen just what this says right here, is that, Yet God has made everything beautiful in its own time. She said she's seen overtime in her life, like my dad passed 17 years ago, and it was a time where, you know, she didn't think she would survive. She wanted to go home. She, um, you know, might seem like you'll never laugh again. And yet, 
she's got to see her great-grandchildren, and she's had many times to laugh and rejoice since then. Always a hole in her heart <clears throat> until she's, you know, she says she misses him every day, and she'll, she can't wait to go home. And we can't understand God's ways a lot of times because she'd much rather go home than my younger sister, possibly. She's ready. She wants to. She's just waiting. And, um, but it, it's not worked out that way. But she is in this place where she says that I know that, that maybe we can't understand all of God's ways, but in the end, she's seen enough of his ways to know that he works it all out. And so, <clears throat> so it says, yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. Um, he has planted eternity in the human heart. Even the people who call themselves atheists, they're constantly searching for answers. Answers in the universe and who we are, you know, where we came from. They want to build telescopes to see farther out and smaller and smaller microscopes to see smaller and smaller the source of life and what is our meaning and so on. And he just put eternity in our hearts that we will seek. But even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. We just are too, our three-dimensional brains are just too small to understand the all-powerful, almighty God. And again, you know, scientists are now saying that for the universe to work together from the big, you know, galaxies and stars to the quantum realm, there needs to be 246 dimensions. <clears throat> and that's just what our three-dimensional minds can conceive. And think God is above all of that. We can't conceive or understand his plans or know his ways. You know, we, we just don't, will not be able to understand. So he continues, So I concluded there is nothing better than to be happy and enjoy ourselves as long as we can in this world. There will be good times and bad times. There will be mourning and rejoicing. But every day, you know, we can, we can see the sunrise. And we can rejoice in those we have around us. And we can be a family together to mourn with those who mourn and to rejoice with those who rejoice. And, you know, the, the people and the fellowship and, and the love. And people should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of their labor, for this, these are the gifts from God. And I know that whatever God does is final. Nothing can be added to it or taken away. God's purpose is that people should fear him. And it's not fear like the boogeyman or I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to, you know, he's all powerful. He can do anything he wants to us. He, instead, he lets us have free will. Because he wants sons and daughters. He doesn't want puppets, which he could make us do whatever he wants. Or machines or, or robots. He, he gave us that free will but that he is just so all-powerful, we cannot understand his ways. And sometimes we think we know better, you know, um, what should happen. And um, then he does. But if we realize how powerful he is, how much greater he is, how much he, you know, like I said, our three-dimensional minds can understand 200, can we even con conceive of 246 dimensions? that we, 
realize how great he is and be in awe of him. And instead of rail at him, why this, why that? But realize that he loves us so much that he gave us free will. And that's why in this world we have, you know, all of this stuff. And the Bible says even natural disasters and diseases, there were none of these before sin came into the world. So these are all from, from that. But it's our, the free will he gives us, the greatest gift. So we can choose to be his sons and daughters. And instead of robots, that's what he wants. And so this world is full of that. But we have a time and a place that he provides for us. He provides for all of us. He's preparing a place for all of us because he loves us. And he wants us to be his sons and daughters. And he's proven that he loves us by coming for us and himself and suffering more horribly than any of us will suffer in our lifetimes to be tortured and killed for us that just on the chance that we would accept him and, and so that we can be with him as his sons and daughters. And so he proved his love for us. It's not like we only suffer here. He did himself, came and suffered so horribly more than any of us will to so, you know, we just can't understand his ways. But to, to trust him, that's what faith is. To trust him, that he knows what's good and, and, and will make things beautiful in his time. And what is happening now has happened before and will happen in the future. And what will happen in the future has happened before. Because God makes the same things happen over and over again. People have been born and people have been married, and people have had children, and people have died for thousands and thousands of years. It's not, it's just the way life is here. It's, that's the way it's been, and that's the way it will be. And we'll all experience those times, and we'll all experience the mourning of, of, of people passing away, and we'll all experience the joys that come in this life. Um, I have... Um, I don't know why the Lord allows me so much of this, but you know, I know so many people personally who have died and came back, and so you know, friends of friends who have died and come back. And um, in when we were in New Zealand, um, you know, a Maori friend, um, you know, we went up north because of him, and he set up everything for us. And um, I had met him in Australia 20 years ago. And um, I knew he had met him and his wife, and his wife had said he had, she had just had brain surgery. And, and, but she was fine, and everything was fine. And I never found out until 20 years later um, the whole story. We had time to sit down and talk. And he's a Maori man. He's married to uh, a Hawaiian. This is him standing next to Kaleo over there. It's kind of faded. And... Um, just so you guys know, these are real people. And what had happened is, is um, when they were having, uh, his wife was pregnant with their last child. Um, they have, uh, you know, two girls and a boy. And when they were pregnant with the last child, his wife started, you know, fainting and was in pain and throwing up and would pass out and, you know, they didn't know what was wrong. They were going to the doctors, and finally she passed out, and, you know, her eye, one eye was dilated, so he's saying, What's, uh, you know, I don't know why they didn't do it before, but the doctors finally did an x-ray, 
of her brain. And that's when they found out she had a tumor so large that, like they've never seen, those doctors had never seen before, um, pushed her brain into only one-third of her brain cavity. And they, they had to do an emergency operation. So they, they operated on her and, and she died. Um, and um, they had to take the baby out because, um, you know, she had, she had died. And she went to heaven. And like all these other people I know, it's just so wonderful that they, they cannot describe or, or explain it. And that's why the Bible says what God has in store for us, no mind has thought of. And I can think of quite a lot. You know, it's, and it's unexplainable for them. They can't draw it because it's too beautiful. You know, um, she was saying like the, the, the grass sings. Everything has music. Um, we only hear a small portion of sound. And we all know everything is vibrating, you know, but we, we only can hear that. The colors, we only see a small spectrum. And the colors and the beauty, unexplainable. We cannot understand, we cannot know. And the love, or like I say, just the absence of fear and worry and doubt. Uh, can we even imagine? But the overwhelming love and peace, the love that comes from Jesus again, all of my friends who have you know, that's, this is four or five that I know. You know, they can't explain the, the, the love. It's just, you know, unexplainable in words here. But with that, the peace, the joy, the security that comes when they're with him. But she was there with him and, and she didn't want to come back. You know, can you imagine having a baby just born and not wanting to come back? And another friend of a friend, you know, who passed away with young children from, a, you, know, a, a, you know, cancer, and they brought him back, and he said, don't bring me back next time. Uh, how can that be when you have young children? Why would you not want to come back? But if it's their time, somehow they, they know everything will work out. It will be beautiful in its time. And in this, our life is like that compared to, we can't even imagine eternity. But when they're there in that, then it's like everything is beautiful after that. When we're down here, it seems like a long time when you're suffering. But in the space of eternity, they have a whole different perspective. And, you know, um, yeah, they didn't, he quoted again and they didn't bring him back. But his family is taken care of wonderfully. And his children are. And it's like my mom has said, over time she sees that God does work everything out. In the meantime, it seems so long, and it seems like we'll never recover, but we will, and we do. And um, so she didn't want to come back, but then Jesus told her, but your husband's calling you. And then she did come back into terrible pain <laughs> in her body. And um, then when she was back in her physical body, she, couldn't, she didn't know who she was. She didn't know she was married. She didn't know she had a baby. She was, everything was a surprise to her. Her brain was just smashed still into that one-third. And they thought she was going to die again, so they didn't even cover, uh, put everything back into place. And, um, but she didn't. Why she didn't, and she had 11 more years, I don't know. 
because I was so praying, if anybody, you know, Eddie would have 11 more years at least. Why one and not another? I don't know. But it's like the word says there. You know, God is so much bigger than us. Don't, you know, rail at God. We don't know. But he knows. And he loves us. He's proven it by dying for us already and suffering horribly for us. I don't know why. I can't understand these things. I can't understand, especially if it's someone young like Josh. I can't understand. We prayed for them. But we just got to stand and trust him because he's so much greater than us. But anyway, she came back. They took her home. She didn't know who she was yet. And my friend, and, and we're going to be talking about the gifts of the Spirit, and one of them is faith. And, and he, the Lord told him to go to Australia to this school with the University of the Nations uh, called the School of Redeeming Cultures that I teach at. And uh, so God told him to go. And so he's going to take his wife and everybody's telling him, don't take her. You're going to fly with her like that? And, you know, and she's so critical yet. And he said, no, God's telling me to go. And he carried her into the car to go to the airplane. And his family is standing in front of the car trying to block his way so he won't go. But he's saying, no, God's telling me to go. And he took her to Australia, and it was in Australia when all of a sudden her brain just popped back into the full cavity and she was normal. And so that's why I didn't know any of this happened when I met them in Australia. She just said she had had surgery, but she was fine. And, you know, we, 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 you know there's, there's standing in faith there, but there's also standing in faith that God will take care of us through all of this. We don't understand everything. We don't understand why. But we just trust that He will work all things out in its time. And that He loves us. He's proven it to us. And that if we trust Him and we stand with Him, we free Him to work. Because if we rail at Him instead and He has given us free will, then, then we, we tie His hands. Because He's not going to force us to do anything out of his love. And so, you know, we're in this, this is, this is my friend, by the way, this is when she was younger, like I say, she did pass away 11 years later, this is from her celebration of life photo. But just to show you that these people are real, and, you know, we're in this, these real situations right now. But let's trust God, and, um, you know, we're going to have communion today, and that's what, what is it, Jesus said. Remember what I did for you. I suffered and was tortured for you, to die for you. Remember that I love you. Through all these things we're going through, remember that I love you and I'm preparing a place for you. We're just passing by in this world, especially for young people who think it's a long time, but we're just, it's like that. We're just passing by. And he has a place for us that's so wonderful. These people who went don't want to come back for any reason. And, you know, they can't express. So, um, will the ushers come up and, and um, get the communion elements and, and pass them out? Um,